0: RadioInfluence.com
1: Welcome back to a new episode of the You're Not Wrong podcast, a podcast where a Gen Xer and a millennial talk about culture back then, culture right now, and mostly agree to disagree. My name's Elizabeth. I'm the millennial. I'm Nicole and I'm Gen Xer. And today, short. so that was shorter today, it and was. today we have a special guest with us today I'm very excited for. <laughs> we have Miss Latoria Polite. Hello. Welcome Hi. to the show. Thank so, you And you go by Tori, right? Yep. So we'll do that. Um, Tori is a Cleveland native mother and entrepreneurial powerhouse and author of the book New Moon, Full Moon, Journal for <laughs> Reflection and Manifestation. A, jur- a journal that can help. Un- I don't know why you're. <laughs> excuse me. I was and she under- gave me this the look word powerhouse, makes and I'm me like, laugh. excuse me. I'm like, we are not recording. Like, she does
2: not have the facial expressions. <laughs> like, there's no camera. No, I know, it's I know like, she doesn't. This
1: first of
0: all, it's hot in here. Every Jason, time, <laughs> like super
1: hot. Every time a little bit. We have someone. I'm just happy to see. That someone else gets to experience Nicole's faces because okay. I it's have to been deal this with way it
0: for forty plus years. That's just my face.
1: Well, I just don't know if people always know why I laugh. Oh, but of my sometimes face? it's just a face. You don't say anything. This yeah. is an audio medium oh is it yeah it is i forgot but getting back to tori (laughs) she has written this great book called new moon full moon journal for reflection and manifestation it can help unlock mental and spiritual roadblocks and give you opportunities to reflect and manifest and i'm really excited about this because we've talked a little bit about manifesting in the past we
0: have but we're
1: not we are not expert we do not know how to
0: do this for real (laughs) and and you know what i will admit i've been a skeptic really like most things in my life i'm very skeptical um, but there's been some things that have happened lately that have made me a little bit more of a believer in manifestation. And so I'm, I'm very curious about how to like maximize it with the moon and all, like I want to get, I want it to be maximized.
1: That's what I'm that's really interested I'm in the moon too. Cause I yeah. feel like, I mean, you look at it, this is just me look unlearned opinion, but I look at it and I'm like, that's. It's got to have Seems some like relevancy. Some, yeah, <laughs> it feels like yeah. it, right? For sure. Yeah. Um. So that'll be our millennial moment. I'm really excited for this. Okay. Before we get into the millennial moment, yeah. Tori, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I cannot ask Nicole how she's doing. Yeah, I've, I heard. Okay, yes.
0: I'm not <laughs> I don't know
1: why, but I'm I was not saying, really okay, interested we'll in that start? question.
0: It's very uh, surface.
1: Gotcha. You know okay. I'm
0: like, get to the... Get to the meat and potatoes. So
1: I'm going to ask both of you my random question right. for this week. And that is, what is your favorite weekday? Mm. Do you have a, or a day of the week? We can include we'll the weekend first. I like Mondays. Mondays. What? Really? Yeah. Oof, girl. That's because she's manifesting her dreams over oh my here. She's God, fine. You two put together. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, not Monday. No,
2: no, no. I like Mondays. Well, for one, by profession, I work on Saturdays. Okay. Okay, that's true. So Mondays are kind of like the reset day you know where sunday you kind of chill you kind of relax but then it's like monday it's like that renewal like you've gotten relaxed i don't have to wake up and go to work on monday Yeah, so, yeah my, monday's you know, different. my mondays are different well i do work now on mondays but i, j- I just still like them hmm. like, part of the reason why i like them is also part of the reason why i like being an entrepreneur. it's just like if you go to the store on like a monday there's no one there. Yes. That is that very is nice. Very especially <laughs> like midday. Yeah. yeah. That is so that is nice. I kinda like being the oddball to like have my own experience aside from the busyness and what everyone else is doing. So everyone's like, Oh, I hate Mondays. I'm like I love them. Just because you hate them.
0: Yeah, she's different.
2: (laughs) Thank you. That's a huge compliment. That's kind of like
0: a life cheat code to like Mondays. I'm not even going to lie. Like, if you like a Monday, you pretty much can do anything. Um, I do not like Mondays because Mondays is my new day with my trainer. And it's like the worst <laughs> decision I ever made. Like, why did I do that? It makes no sense.
1: Our whole life is based on Nicole and Complaining her about Everyone, the trainer.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I I get and it. I don't care. I'm going to keep so doing it. So you know what that does?
2: What? What does it do? we are actively manifesting that to be a negative experience. I know. Self-fulfilling
1: I, prophecy. Yeah, yeah, but
2: I've got another
0: argument about a study that said complaining is actually good. For who? I don't, for Nobody me, near you. Not that's anybody true. else except me. Not us. <laughs> Listen, even my trainer says all the energy and breath that you're using to complain, you could just be quiet and do the stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not working for me yet.
1: It's but true. But you know what? Maybe I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to do this episode. Tell me which one you do like because that's be the question open. I asked. Oh, oh okay. I'm going to tell you in a i I'm
0: going <laughs> to actually just be open to okay. new things. You should. Yeah. It's a new thing for me. My favorite <laughs> day is Thursday.
1: Bro, that's a, that's my favorite a Thursday. day. I love a Thursday. I love a
0: Thursday because it's like, it's the hope of like what's coming. It's Friday. I'll be here. You still got Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And um, I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's, it's um, hoping. It's like envisioning. It's planning what you want the weekend to be. And so it's just like a real chill day for me. It's like a visionary day. I don't really dislike any other day except Monday.
1: I wouldn't say I dislike Monday. Yeah, I mean, because Mondays I have are to just busy at home for
0: on me. Monday. But, you know.
1: Yeah, Mondays are my busiest day, generally. So in a weird way, it almost makes them easy because mm-hmm. they just, they're done they so fast. Out. You yeah. know what you got to do. Then all of a sudden it's Tuesday and I'm like, oh, well, you know, who cares? And when you don't hate something that's coming up on Monday like a lot of people yeah hate their jobs or like yeah. hate working out yeah. like I don't necessarily I'm thankful enough not to have that problem yeah. I don't really hate anything that's coming up so it's more just like I enjoy Thursday because it's calm mm-hmm. yeah but Monday is just as fine as any other day
0: you know what I think I need to do with Monday I've actually set Monday up to be a not good day
2: Yeah, I work out in the morning and I literally have four meetings. But do you not feel better after you work out? I do. I feel like I can conquer the world. But then you go into the meetings and that all goes I away. I mean,
0: I'm, I'm actually just exaggerating. Okay. It's fine.
1: But, you know. <laughs> We've already fixed it's the problem. Not my, it's not my favorite day. What problem? But
0: it's really my own doing. I've set it up. Like, why am I working out at 7 a.m. and then having three back-to-back meetings on Monday morning? I need to change this. But I also kind of like to torture myself sometimes. You know that about me. <sighs> yeah, I do. So, anyway, yeah. I answered the question. You did answer the question. <laughs> and the Cosby show used to come on on Thursdays. So, you but.
2: remember that? <laughs> I'm, yes, I... Do, Not the I'm Cosby old. Show. The day that it came on, like you that's, come on Thursday night at eight eight
1: thirty. You o'clock. watched new episodes of the Cosby like I by the time I was watching the Cosby Show, old. I watched new episodes of the Cosby Show. But
2: um, I wouldn't put no money <laughs> on guessing what day of the week It they came can- on. On Thursday, what channel? Okay, I believe NBC, you. NBC. Yeah, you okay. guys
0: are young. Y'all don't know what's going on. It
2: came okay, on. Okay, I'll be young today, just like Thursday. you said. You thought I was tall. I will. Tall, <laughs> and young. I don't know who Tori is. Though. I thought I knew she was. I thought
0: she was tall. I thought she was forty-two. I don't know what's going on. She's young. She's petite. I'm
2: thirty-nine, so I'm like right. a nice middle for you're you guys. a millennial. That She's a millennial. Yeah. Okay. So I posted something about being a millennial. A Gen, um, gen Xer. Gen, a that's Gen Xer. And gen then, like, D, yeah. They don't really know where to put us. A geriatric millennial. millennial like, yeah. like, You're like a how, I posted that in my stories and then she messaged me and yeah. then once I saw the correlation between what you guys were doing, I was like, oh. <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> that's why, why I hit you up. I was yeah. like, she's perfect. Like, yeah. she's talking about stuff we talk about all the time. She's in between us. Like, I think this will be a good conversation, so.
2: Yeah, it will. I, I'm just, you know, I have, I've identified the things that make people my age unique, you know, like we were the last ones to play outside, you know, mm-hmm. to the streetlights came on. Mm-hmm. Like we were the we know life before um, cell phones
0: and social media
2: and social media, and we know what it's like to not be able to go far with the with the phone off the wall from the kitchen. <laughs>
0: yeah, and people to be able to pick up and hear what you're talking about. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. So I agree. Wow, well, you're just a smiling. Well, yeah, I mean, what? Can, I don't know. You know, what can I say? We did have a corded phone, but it was a long cord. Or maybe I was just small. I don't know. Wow. But she's a baby. If we're ready, <laughs> let's get into some millennial moment and talk yeah. about manifesting. Let's do it. And this is something that... Like I said, I'm really excited about and like Nicole mentioned, it feels like it goes really in line with what kind of what we talk about. And so I have some questions for you off the bat. Okay. And then I also asked, I did a poll and got some questions from our listeners and they have questions on, I don't know, just things that maybe you can help. I don't want to give it away just yet. But um So in your book, you describe manifesting as becoming a co-creator with God to conform your thoughts into your reality. So can you describe a bit like how how you kind of discovered that and what that means more like just in general? So
2: like the co-creation part, um, like God created us. These are my thoughts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, God created us. So... His DNA, if you would, just like our natural father, is ingrained in us. We can't separate from it. So, if God is a creator and you know He created everything in the universe, like He did like such an amazing job, you know, at doing these things. And I believe I'm part of His creation. Then He, how could He subtract the part that says I could create? Mm-hmm. So, it's co-creating, I think, more so just kind of plays into the hierarchy, you know, that a lot of spiritual and religious people struggle with, like, is it God or the universe, or am I God or is God, a-? but, like, I, know, like, it worked together, like, you know, so... Thinking of yourself as a co-creator with God is to say, OK, I'm going to, you know, tap into being my highest self. I'm going to kind of eliminate as much noise as possible and really find out what my heart's desire is and trust that that desire was put in me by the person who created me. Mm.
1: That yeah, makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I think what you hit on there wh- when people talk about, you know, maybe more spirituality versus their religion and mm-hmm. how it can kind of come together is definitely something that I've heard before, even within my friends, like, Oh, people are talking about this universe stuff, but yeah. like, how does this coincide with what I believe? So I feel like that puts it together in kind of a way that maybe anyone can understand regardless. I don't of think the I've religion. ever heard
0: it explained like that. Honestly, no, me either. I mean, I've heard people say, you know, God is in you, yeah. but I don't think I've ever heard, heard it is like, we're Mm co-creators and like there wouldn't be this desire in you if it didn't come from who created you yeah and so why not just tap into that that makes a lot of sense
1: do you think um and this is just me like as you're talking i'm kind of thinking through it too i mean because we're all women here Mm -hmm. and i feel like women are more generally intuitive into well intuitive yeah but also into kind of this school of thought about creating and creating the life you want to live and manifesting do you think that i mean because we can create right like that's the one thing about being a woman is we can create life which is something that men cannot do do you feel like that's something that you know could either benefit women or kind of like gives us a leg up in this
2: i definitely think it's a benefit like the superpower it because it's our innate responsibility and job, you're saying like as a woman, whether it be um, a child or, you know, just anything that is a seed, you know, that can be associated with planting, we're the garden, we're the soil, we're the ground, you know, a seed can fall on a sidewalk and never grow into anything that seed needs a fertile place to grow, it needs a place to be cultivated, to bring to be able to bring forth. So the power within us as women... Well, well, men, we all have masculine and feminine energies sure. within yeah. us. So men obviously can create. But I guess the process is we, you know, get to decide what type of fertile we're going to be. Um, well, what type of ground we're going to be? What type of soil are we going to be? What are we going to abort? And what are we going to bring forward?
1: Yeah, that makes yeah. a lot of
0: Nurturers. sense. Nurturers. Yeah. We're able to nurture. Whereas I think sometimes men just sort of cultivate through force sometimes or just like you know just making it as opposed to growing it
2: well yeah i yeah i could kind of agree with that because you know like the the archetype of the man like is to be the hunter is the one Mm -hmm. to go out and do and therefore the feminine energy is for us to be and attract so it's like we can get to the same place, but the action or the route that we take, depending on that. what energy we're coming out of, whether it be masculine or feminine, kind of plays a part on that.
1: And I also, since we're just talking about this again, this is me just like off the top. So drifting. So because um, <laughs> as we talk about like really this energy and, um, you know, kind of the difference here between more female feminine. Mm-hmm. The moon also is really, you know, traditionally seen as more of a feminine energy yes. and your book has to do with the new new moon, full moon. So, I mean, can you kind of just explain how the moon plays into this and we're going to have we have some questions like I said from okay. listeners, so we'll get I'm sure into more detail, but just kind of mm-hmm. like a quick summary of how it works.
2: Well, I know you guys. You know, I wrote a book, so I'm the expert of the day. <laughs> That's how that but I'm works. not. A, <laughs> you know, this is this is something studied. You know, yeah. I'm a lifetime learner. But yeah. um, just in general, the moon and its phases, you know, very much so correlates with women in their cycles, um, and it it's even said to have meaning. You know, if your cycle is aligned, like when you're fertile and when you're on your cycle, like to align to have meaning. Associated with where that falls in the moon phases. Yeah. Okay. Um. The moon, but like how I got to like saying, okay, this is I want to manifest with the moon. Yeah. Well, my zodiac, my sun sign is Cancer.
1: Okay. So
2: our planet is Moon. Right. So it's like. I just felt a lot of energy, like a lot of synergy around everything playing out, like where I was in my life, where I was trying to go spiritually, where I was coming out of religiously. And it was like, I just need a pause. I just need a time, a moment to myself, you know what I'm saying, where I could just connect, you know, with something higher than me, something greater than me, just kind of be aligned. So I decided, because of course, the new moon and the full moon aren't the only phases of the moon. Right. But I'm like, okay, well, this one is supposed to be a time for releasing. Great. I, you know, once a month. This is when you are release. I will okay. release. This Got is it. when I will sit down and intentionally focus on things that I need to release. This is the time that I will devote for this activity Almost like a prompted journal, hence the book. Yeah, right. So it's like the new moon is the time to plant the seeds. It's like, okay. This is the time each month I will take out for myself to intentionally think about what I want to experience more in my life. And because God is our Creator, I believe He created the moon. I believe He created me. I believe He created all the planets and you know so forth. So there must be some relation. Between mm. all of this, so if I'm working with the energy of the way God set it up, then I I would assume that I'd be more successful you, you at do doing so if I do sure. it during the times
1: yeah that it seemed See, this originally. Make, this make it I'm trying I'm <laughs> trying make It sense. makes sense. Yeah, making more
0: sense than than before.
1: You're. I mean, you're a self self described skeptic here, so. <laughs> what you got it's, so you far? Know it's
0: not that I'm a skeptic. I'm a skeptic at how people present manifestation. Mm. It's it's the oversaturation and sort of like you know. There's a scripture that like without what faith What, what faith without works is dead exactly right and i mean i am not a religious person so mm-hmm. it's not like i'm just clinging to that verse but or that scripture but sometimes it makes sense it, it, it that that scripture makes a lot of sense to me that that hits me at my core it's like you can say these things but like what are you doing and so i, I feel like agree, yeah. we're very much a microwave society and it's like I said that I want to be the next Jimi Hendrix or whatever mm-hmm. I'm just looking at this picture behind you but I'm doing absolutely nothing and so that's where my skepticism comes in but this whole notion of like doing things intentionally at a time speaks to me how I'm did black. you come to this where how did you I mean how did you get how here? many
2: episodes did y'all want to <laughs> know, I'm sorry no 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 yeah. apology how, how needed honestly my allowing myself to have it. Um, I grew up in tr- Christian background, like in the church. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my experience with that teaching was spoon fit, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes force fit, which made it very dogmatic.
0: Like here's what it is. Don't ask no
2: questions. Exactly. And it was, it just got to a point in my life where I was like, I want to know God for myself. And it was, span you know still continuously like i said um, defining my relationship with god and spirituality but it was just like a gradual expansion of unlearning and seeing what made sense to me what resonated with me um a lot of what i came across was that a lot of it is just caught up in terminology. Mm,
0: yeah. They yeah. all mean the same that thing. It's sense. like, Prayer, okay, manifestation. We're
2: going to manifest, you know, manifest today seems spooky, but, you know, prophesying over someone's life is perfectly fine. I know. You know, so right. I was like, like, awesome. it's no like, sense. friend, we say the same <laughs> thing, <laughs> you know, like it's the same thing, same premise. Um, but I just allowed myself to be okay. And like, like the reference of the story that I have in the Bible is like the story of the prodigal son, mm-hmm. you know, where he had an inheritance that was promised to him. And instead of waiting for his dad to die, he's like, hey, I'm I'm going to need this now, you know. Mm-hmm. And that was like, here you go. And he went out on his own and squandered all and of a it. A lot of bumps. Yeah. Squandered all of it. And he came back and he was welcomed by his father. I so, say, you know, if that story shares insights for me that there's enough grace for the prodigal son to go out and ruin his his inheritance and still be welcomed back by his father then certainly god has enough grace for me to seek him with the right intentions you know to be closer and get it completely wrong and i'll still be okay to find what is right for me
1: yeah yeah i think that makes a lot of sense and speaking as someone who also grew up Mm -hmm. very i mean i was catholic so i am catholic we grew up going to catholic school i feel like that's a normal when you grow up with religion there's like this normal thing that even happens the same like almost you'd have with your parents where you you know you trust exactly what they say because Mm -hmm. that's exactly what you're told and then you get to a certain point where you're more mature in your knowledge and you think like is is this really like i have to kind of explore things for myself? And then come back to this you know because once i have more of an understanding of what i feel you know
0: a new understanding
1: yeah i think it's and that's why i think it's really interesting when people like find religion as adults because i feel like it's like you kind of i just feel like that's such an intrinsic step of like the journey Mm -hmm. of like to religious spiritual maturity to kind of like question these things and it, it it only happens like in this like really young Well, just it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. It takes time to understand what they're telling you. And then it takes time to kind of like think, Okay, well, now I know Mm -hmm. what they've said and now I can kind of explore this for myself. You feel a a certain level of expertise. Yeah. Right. Over the subject that lets you kind of explore. So I think that's really interesting. So like I said, I asked some questions and I think these are going to help because I had I had some of these questions, too. So I was glad to get them. So this was, these three questions I got a lot. So the first one is, when it comes to manifesting, I've heard some suggest going crazy and manifesting your wildest desires, but I've also heard to keep it realistic and achievable. How big should I really be dreaming? Is there a limit? What would you recommend?
0: Great question.
1: (laughs) The laughter
2: is because <laughs> I'm thinking of the meme that says, "Think big, bitch." I know. <laughs> like, yeah, you gotta think big, bitch. Yes, <laughs> like,
1: think big.
2: <laughs> um, <clears throat> what is what I hear in that question is basically uncovering what a limited limited belief is, um, and that is no, I can't get, I can't. Because and then we start making up all these and whatever comes after the I can't have this because is the limiting belief. So the bigger you're allowing yourself to expand your mind to think about, go for it. But that's a part of the process and the work of manifestation, which you said, like you were skeptical of how it's presented. Yeah, I'm thinking, which is, what
0: if you like, I want to be a surgeon. <laughs> but you're 40 and you don't know math.
2: Rightfully so. I mean like it's people what I found within the community if you would is like manifestation like people want to use it like the the genie, you know, yeah. I want mm-hmm. I want to rub right, it. Right. Yeah. I want to say this yeah. insane off the wall thing, right. you know that. I put it on the board. The probability like okay, is it possible? Yes. But what is the probability <laughs> right. of yeah, this happening, yeah. you know? So I, I wouldn't say that anything is out of reach. I say that the mind and the concept of manifesting your biggest dreams, you have to be open to how you ex- will experience that.
1: Okay.
2: Um, you can experience, I'll just use myself, mm-hmm. it just being kind of transparent here. Like I'm not married, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've manifested some really great things in relationships,
1: okay,
2: I've experienced a lot of things that I've written down in my journal to experience, but it didn't come with forever. Mm-hmm. Right. It didn't come with a ring, or you know, uh, the best date I've ever had was with someone that I don't even talk to anymore. Right. Sure, but it doesn't negate the fact that you experience. I experienced what I asked for. So this forty-year-old person who wants to be a surgeon. Maybe <laughs> he Doesn't even may- know man. <coughs> maybe <laughs> that's a good Halloween costume. Like <laughs> your best life. Like <laughs> maybe you'll like volunteer at the hospital. Yeah, and, like, right. other a ways. With a maybe you'll be, you know, shadow someone or you know
0: Maybe you're gonna be operating in a different capacity.
2: And when we understand <laughs> that the reality or experience in a manifestation, does not always come packaged in the way that we thought does not negate from the fact that we've actually experienced that thing. That's
0: very interesting. It's almost sort of like when people say, you know, God's will, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you're praying for something and you're asking, you know, let me follow your will. The will may not look exactly as what you're thinking it should look like, but you know, that is the will. So that's interesting.
1: So this one's kind of like similar, but I got a couple of these as well. Is people it people really want to know about manifesting, huh? Yeah, but everyone had like the I'm same really like few <laughs> questions. About all
0: these questions.
1: No, I mean, yeah, no. People this want is our audience, huh? This oh, is it. That's nice. Um, is it important to be specific or should you be more broad? For example, when manifesting for love, which I think is relevant, mm-hmm. should you be very specific about the type of man you want to meet, down to his shoe size, mm-hmm. or should you keep it broad and just manifest love?
2: The rule of thumb is to be as specific as possible. Really, So, it's like,
0: de- love like spell.
2: he has Chuck Taylor. I feel size you. Egg. It's giving love
0: spell, and I don't like love spells. It is,
2: and I feel you. Yeah. But the... So, here's the work, right? Because this is not just, like, a name-it-and-claim-it thing. That mm-hmm. hasn't been my experience. My... Well, I have a... I have a psychology background. My master's is in organizational I see, psychology. You know this, Tori? It's Just, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know a lot. So yeah, what's so what's going I, on? My my background, like you know, and my master's in, is in organ, organizational psychology, um, and I've always been one of those like healing type. Even when I was in the church, I did lay counseling, uh, like for small groups. So it's like self-work and self-mastery has always been a huge part of my life um and that's the beauty that i found in manifestation because you can kind of reverse engineer so my question to that person would be why does his shoe size matter okay because if we can trace that back to something it's probably physical related to her ego
1: Okay. Okay. So, like, if someone, because I think that person was being flipped, but like, let's yeah. say I know something a lot of people always say is they want someone of like a certain height. Yeah. So they won't date a guy under like six feet. Yeah. But like, does that really matter?
2: I mean, if it matters to them, then it matters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like okay. Even though I'm short, sure I, I have a height limit. Like okay. you know. <laughs> so it matters, <laughs> but I think I think what I'm saying is that everything that we come up with that we desire it's rooted from some place. Mm. So if his shoe size is that big of a deal, when the grand scheme of things is not mm-hmm. to right. us, but why is it important to you? Because mm. if they've attached the shoe size of the person that they want to be with, with As a representation of something else, we need to remove the shoe and figure out what you really want. Does it? Does it represent security for you? Does it represent what does it represent? Mm -hmm. Because that's what you really want. You don't. You can get what you want without the the details. Yeah, Yeah, the particulars. It's
0: like is your intention pure? Mm I mean, you know, you want somebody with big feet because you think, like, if your man comes around and his feet are little, people are going to look at him right. differently. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's giving to me. Yeah. It's like, what difference does a shoe size make? Unless, like, there's some logistical reason why you need a person with big feet.
2: And I, I just can't. I can't think of one. Right. I mean, or scientifically, even, nothing to me, even proven
0: Like, even to me, a height is, like... What is the reason that the person needs to have that height?
2: So I can answer because I'm five foot and a lot of people, I don't have a six foot measure. You know, I'm my cutoff is maybe like five, eight, like five, seven. And I don't know. So I have gone out. It represents security in the short term. It represents security. security. Okay. I need to feel secure.
0: (laughs) That's interesting.
2: I need to feel secure. And also, like you said, I'm young. Like, Okay. I've acknowledged that I look younger than thirty nine. Mm-hmm. But I think my height plays a part into that. Mm-hmm. I've gone out with shorter guys like like five, four. And when I went out with them, I felt like I was on a date, like I needed supervision. Like we were two kids. <laughs> That's like very it interesting. did not make wow. me feel yeah. mature. It made me feel like an adolescence, which is something that has to That's, do with me it has yeah. nothing to do with yeah. his height right, right? you know and then like the security factor is something because secure my security being breached is something that I've experienced you know traumatically traumatic wise so I I've identified I need to feel secure with yeah. the person that I'm with so mm-hmm. this is where that comes from
1: yeah i think that makes sense
0: you know what's so funny i find that women and this is not statistically proven but i actually might like to look into this i find shorter women with very tall men as opposed to women that are taller with men that are almost similar in height Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i and i never really thought about why and it makes a lot of sense that maybe a smaller person might want more security yeah from their mate than maybe somebody who's like taller I, I didn't. I didn't. Because I'm like, why is like all these five foot people with like <laughs> six four people?
2: It's, I think like Bosh, like the basketball player, like his wife is like super. A lot tiny. of them are smaller. Like, There's, a, I, I yeah. know at
0: least four couples I that was the, gonna say, with I can, super I tall men. Yeah. Don't you know? Yeah. That? Yeah, 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 With super tall men, it's and their, a thing for sure. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas five seven women are be like with the six foot five, person or five ten or five, yeah. Ten or yeah, five yeah. eleven. Yeah, it's interesting.
2: I want to I want to say this cuz I think it's important too mm-hmm. when we say specific and you said love is given love spell. So specific <laughs> should be qualities, values, yes. not a specific gotcha. person like
0: See cuz that person could come and be not good.
1: So like okay, let's just say for me. I am also single. I prefer dark features. Mm-hmm. But if I met a blonde guy and he was perfect, like, I wouldn't have necessarily a problem mm-hmm. with that. So I don't know, I guess, that, like, hair color or eye color or anything would show up on my yeah. manifestation. Because yeah. I guess in the grand scheme of things, Who cares? it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Okay, so um, this, another popular one, um, balance in life. So oh, I pulled God. a specific, so people were asking, like, work and life. Can but- I say something?
0: Sorry, I know you hate this. But... Um, you do a lot. You do a lot. And I'm actually quite impressed. I mean, like I, I was looking at, you know, I'm, I'm looking at all the ventures that you have going and you also have, you know, you have children, you're a mom. And so like, you do
1: a lot. How do you, how do you do it all? I don't.
0: Right, <laughs> She doesn't do it all. I like that. Okay. Go ahead.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> so, um, it was between like, you know, work and life and stuff. But this was like a specific one I pulled out. I've just started college and I'm stressed out between balancing friends, a social life, branching out and pursuing new interests and also not failing classes. It's a lot going on at once. Is there a way that I can manifest more balance in my life? I don't care
2: for the word balance because of you can. exactly what she said. Like, what is balance? You mm-hmm. know, it's a contradictory concept like i'd rather go with alignment you know than try to get things balanced because the scale always tips so you know as opposed to looking at as a left right no you know look at it kind of linear which is what i talk about in the beginning of the book like the chakra system also helps to reference like what's out of alignment. What do I need? Because I may not, what I need today may not be what I need tomorrow. So here I've created this perfect, here's a parent analogy or, you know, example summertime when my kids are out, balance look different from what balance could be when they're in school. Mm. So I'm not trying to ever create balance. I'm trying to be in alignment with what I need to function, to think, to be my best—the best that I could offer of myself in that
1: moment. So, when people ask this, it gave me like reading through the couple that I got, and you know, maybe knowing a couple of them as well. <laughs> um, it kind of gave me this vibe, like maybe you don't know what it is that you need from your day-to-day life, right? Because, like, if you're if if it's like between, in this example was like school and friends, but let's say it's like work and other parts of your life right because we're all mostly adults then it's like do you know what it is that you need what is up to
2: you to figure it
1: out it takes yeah, time to right? figure it like, out i feel and like you, you have you to, to figure test. That out. it out
2: there has to be that grace you know it has to be holding space for yourself to allow yourself to make mistakes to push against your boundaries to go over your boundaries like because how do you know that you've hit a wall until you've hit it. Like, you could be like, oh my God, I'm so close to losing it, but you don't lose it. Okay, well, you haven't reached your point yet. You know, so it's like, it's just playing around and being open to challenging yourself to figure your own self out, which is a part of the self-mastery part. Mm -hmm. Like, I tell people like, you're the variable. You know, I'm the constant. I know so much about myself that I could tell you how I will be in different scenarios. Because mm-hmm. I'm the constant. I don't know you, but I know me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I know how I respond in certain situations. I know how I am. So as long as I know myself, then I could kind of be in front of the experiences that I have or that I even allow to be presented to me. Not forcing.
0: You know, and yeah. I think we force a lot of what should be. What we, sh- what we should what do. What we should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. I Instead mean, of... I had a conversation with a friend about this, and it's from the, the book episode. And they were like, I just don't really feel like reading.
2: <laughs> then don't <laughs> and, read. I mean,
0: it, it sounds weird. I, am actually, I like to read. But but it's just the things that you feel like you should be doing. Mm-hmm. You should be go- seeing your friends once a week. You should be going to the I gym. I wrestle gym. with that a lot. You, you know, you should be, like, doing self-care. All these boxes that you should check. But like, maybe that's just not what it is that you really want to do. And it's really not serving you at that point. It's hard to get to that place, though, where you're re- willing to just accept.
2: It's a it's an ongoing battle. Like It's, it's a struggle. A, it's a match for match for me. Because sometimes, like, I don't know, I just grew up with like this hustle mentality that I have to do, 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 do. And then it's like, as I'm getting older, I'm like, mm, I'm not doing anything right I'm now. Doing a damn thing today. And yeah. then it's like while i'm laying there it's like oh you should be washing clothes right, you should be yeah. doing the dishes mm-hmm. you should be you should be well my body is telling me that i should be in the bed resting <laughs> just like i'm doing like those other things are just as important you know as the activities is the the ability to allow ourselves to listen to our bodies and our minds yeah. you know
1: it's a struggle it's so-called doing nothing. You still have to it's do it. Hard to, it's like There's an art, yeah. yeah. art to
0: doing nothing. There's an
1: art to
2: doing nothing. It has to be.
1: Happens. Yeah.
0: And it's, you know, it's something that people have to master.
1: It's funny you say that about knowing yourself, though. I edit things sometimes for the show um, to, like, the videos and our social media stuff and it's funny because I'll be listening back to like make a cut mm-hmm. and you will say something and I will think something and then I will say it really on the recording you really? know what I am saying? Like I you say something and in my head I think like oh here you know and you'll say like it. that would the be next my thing. this would be my response and then I say it and I'm like oh I'm glad I did say that yeah. that's how you really <laughs> that's, feel <laughs> that's how I really know myself yeah being authentic <laughs> yeah um all right so this person says, I want to try manifesting, but I'm not sure how it really works time-wise, and it f- leaves me feeling like it's not working, but maybe I haven't given it enough time. Is there a timeline to these things, or is it arbitrary? Is there a way to control it at all? That's a great
2: question. That
1: is actually a really
2: good it question. It is a good question, and it kind of comes with two different answers, because to me, time is an illusion. It's, it's not real. You know, it's, yeah. it's a tool. It's a measurement tool. Mm. You know, it's a way for us to communicate when we're going to meet up. She said to be here at 630. So I know, you know, but really the time that we have is from the day that we're born to the day that we die. You know, so time is is an illusion in that sense. Um, I believe in divine timing. Um, So can I control time? Perhaps not. You know, I, I don't think that I can I think that I could take the steps of faith to prepare myself for what it is that I'm asking for by doing the work because we could avoid things or we could like take them head on Mm -hmm. so I do think in some aspect of the working definition of time that you can prolong or quote-unquote speed things up but it all comes back to the work that you do within yourself Mm -hmm. because imagine you know Asking for a million dollars, but you don't Thank know God. math. <laughs> you know, like um, you kind of need that. You know, like yeah. what good would that money be to this person or the people around them that are to benefit from it if they don't know how to manage it? Yeah. So to speed that up, you take an accounting class. Oh, you know, you a little might bit of
0: money that you have exactly
2: learn about stewardship. So in that aspect of speeding it up, slowing it down, I think the more we concentrate on maintaining than actually getting, I think we'll be, the time will matter less and we'll be more prepared. Like once we get what we've asked for. I
0: think that's, that that is very important also in seeking relationship, whether it's with the opposite sex, sex, job, whatever it is, relationship. I mean, we, we, you know, people are manifesting these partners but like what are you doing to prepare yourself if the thing you manifest comes along i mean that's i think that's important i
1: mean for me it goes back to what tori said about like it might not come in the way that you expect. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, let's say in this case, this person wanted like a job or something or to have a new opportunity. And like, oh, within five years, I want to be here. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe like here is not exactly the same place that you think it is, you know, or, you know, you can be specific, maybe in some cases, but maybe the opportunity is a little bit different than how maybe you want to be like a boss somewhere, but you end up having your own business and you still are a boss, you know, like there's
2: or maybe right. you're on the complete opposite side of it. And part of getting to where you want is figuring out why you're not there.
0: Right. Mm, right. And what are you not preparing? Like, what are you not doing within yourself to prepare?
2: Or maybe you end up being a boss
0: because, like, you adopt, you know, five dogs or something. Right. Or you step out of the mom and you, and, and yeah, you take care of you your home. Kid or I something. mean, yeah, yeah that's, that's I think, like, the hard part of men. It's just life in general. It's like what you're asking for showing up and recognizing it like how do you recognize that you got what you asked for oh I have a question I guess
1: how do you
2: <laughs> how do you how do you I do mean that? I've had some oh shit moments before like from using my journal like I just like like this like, did, did they read this verbatim like like you got what you want yeah for real it's like Verbatim, though, <laughs> like. Got to get this <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: Jason the like, pen. I'm <laughs> still,
2: still, you know, kind of like blown away. Just like I, when, when you receive what you've asked for, a part of the manifestation isn't like I'm manifesting this. <laughs> it is like, you know, like I, I haven't experienced. Well, okay. Kind of but not really, you know, experience that like I've thought of people, like or people have come to my mind. And then they make- And then I just turn my head and then that person's just walking by and I'm like, Whoa, yeah. like this yeah. is getting a little crazy, you yeah. know. Um but things like that happen to me all the time but As far as like the manifestation part. I'm sorry, I totally lost my train of thought. It's okay. You were saying I was saying
0: how do you like how do you know how do you know a little bit different. You're like, wait a minute, this is actually
2: this is it. So it's the practicing. Mm. like of it of knowing what it feels like this goes to the specifics of it like you want to be specific you want to identify with your five senses what does being in love feel like to me what mm. does it smell like what day of the week do it feel mm. like it feel like Sunday morning mm. like you know it oh, feel like Friday night like what Thursday scent could 11, I 11, yeah yeah <laughs> It don't feel like Monday after the gym. <laughs> no, Monday at 7 a.m. Not, yeah, no, not that one. It's a little stress. But the more we can embody the sensations of what it is that we want, we're practicing being in that vibration of what we want. So when we're in that vibration, it kind of seems surreal, but it, that alignment just kind of comes and it almost like create this like, mm-hmm. effectively we're like, whoa, you know. So I'm sorry. I hope all those onomatopoeias made sense because yeah, <laughs> the know, best yeah. I can yeah. describe. Yes. Whoa. Whoa. Poosh. Yes.
1: <laughs> all you those know.
2: onomatopoeias just yeah, they just got to make right. sense.
0: You yeah. kind of know when things are right. It's it's and we deny that feeling yeah. sometimes. We're like, oh, I don't know if it's right. No, you know. Yeah. You know when it's right. You know when it's wrong. I was just
1: gonna say. I feel like we. I feel like what's more, more common is it's wrong, but we try to convince ourselves that it's right. We do it a or, lot.
0: We do it a lot.
2: Depending on what your experience is, which is something that. I I'm actively working on with life experiences and sometimes you get what you want and then you, it freaks you out. Mm. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you're, you're that's like
0: train, and I
2: deal with anxiety too so it does yeah. not help. Just like something good is happening to me where when is the sky gonna go oh yeah definitely like, yeah, yeah. When's the yeah, bad thing when is fall? the other For shoe sure. gonna fall oh, man. and it's like that anxiety just would prevent you from believing this is real like this is real like this is real this so is real. sometimes you could psych yourself out you know which is a part of the preparation yeah. part of being mature and at a place to be receptive of it to not just get it but to maintain it
1: yeah I had that experience recently actually where it wasn't something that I've like it's not come fully to fruition but it was something that I was really wanting Mm -hmm. and then as I'm kind of like doing the steps to get there I'm suddenly like why am I even doing this this is ridiculous like why do I think that I can do this this is insane like why this is stupid yeah and then I was like you know well, I've wanted this for so long for like these reasons. I shouldn't psych myself out. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not uncomfortable, then I'm not like growing. Right. Is what yeah, they say. So yeah. I guess I better <laughs> I guess I better do this. Yeah, I think and then I was happy afterwards. You were. You got yeah. it under control. After after I actually went and experienced what I had to do, I was like, you know what? Like I feel even more like every step, even though I have this initial feeling of like, what the fuck am I doing? once i get past it i'm like yes this is moving forward mm-hmm. in the way that i needed to move forward it's just like that anxiety right before it of like the change almost one. like oh am I, i'm actually in my po- that's the outside
2: of the comfort zone
1: part right yeah and is it possible like if i if this is achieved um is that allowed <laughs> <laughs> i get it i get it right can i be is here like can I'm not, i get I know. what i want yeah. actually, I think I just
0: got over feeling waiting for the other shoe to drop. That was a long journey for me of like so many good things happening and literally looking over my shoulder, feeling like when is the bad thing going to happen? Like literally maybe two years ago that stopped. Right. And I don't even really know why. I think I just sort of. I'm glad
2: you've gotten that. Life experience taught me that
0: like good things can happen for you and bad things can happen too. But it doesn't mean just because good things are happening, something bad is going to happen. But that had happened for so long yep. that that was just the pattern that I had sort of developed.
1: Yep. Same. I feel like it's also how you practice that mindset, right? Cause I like change I mindset. could be like on a, I could be on just a, upward trajectory a win, a win. yes and if i'm focusing on like oh i need to put new tires on the car oh the ac guy needs to come out mm, oh my god I'm my not shower's doing this. clogged I'm not doing like, that. and then it's like i completely don't even focus on all the really great things that are happening in my life yeah but if i switch the narrative where i'm like oh hey look i got a new job i have all these friends like my family's doing great and then it's like oh well the tire on the car like you know shit happens not a big deal yep yeah. There's worse things in the world. And then it's like a different... You have to you continue know.
0: to try to practice it.
1: You really do, man. It's all mindset. So she, I'm telling you, trying to trying to be full and, and whole. Getting through <laughs> our trauma. What? No, thanks. Craziness. Um, so this person says, I and I thought this was really interesting. She said, I have tried manifesting, but it feels like something is holding me back. Is there a way to figure that out? Oof. There wasn't much more detail, but... I mean, we're all,
2: at some level, always manifesting something. Like we're we're co-creating our experiences that we have. You gave a perfect example. Am I choosing to look at the negative or am I choosing to look at the positive? Because that is a choice. You know, for the most part, it's a choice on what spectrum. You know, through what lens we want to look at things through. So, yeah, she can figure it out, but she has to be honest with herself you know has to be willing to be honest with what it is Um, meditation helped me a lot with that <clears throat> i would just do meditations like every morning it was a certain period of time where i felt like i was just like in the spiritual incubator yeah <laughs> with covid during that time and it was like we had nothing but time and i would just be sitting there and the person The Morning Ritual is the podcast. It's very helpful, very short, very to the point. She's just like, you know, inhale through your nose and bring this word to mind. And it's just like, like, she said nothing, but just holding space for the energy uh, that the word that she said, you know, what it sparked within me and being able to identify with it was like groundbreaking for me it was like oh my god i didn't realize that was even still a thing but clearly it's a thing and i need to you know kind of unpack it and address it so yeah you can figure it out that's a part of to me that's a part of
1: manifesting really like the journey basically Yeah. yeah
0: figuring out what it is that you really want and the clarity
1: i mean how can you ask for something if you don't know what you want that's I feel like I say that points. all the time, like people are like, Well, I don't know like oh i I feel like i I want this or this or this, and I'm like, well, then what what do you want? Yeah, they can't know if you don't tell so them. my
2: daughter should you know like what do you want to eat? I don't know well, if you don't know who who should know right who would know how, how? How, it's the who same know thing what you don't want, that's more that's important too, okay.
0: <laughs> Maybe people should manifest.
2: Don't do no, this. I no, don't want no, this to happen.
1: No, no, because you're. You, I feel like that's negative I don't energy. Wrong
2: right, yeah. or right, but the vibration is different. Okay. Okay. So you have happy joy you know, all the way up here, and then you have fear anxiety like, all the way. Around. Like, why even mention something I don't want? It doesn't exist up here. So okay.
1: you know. Yeah, sense. I feel like not the expert. But I feel like not knowing what you don't want is getting closer to what you do want. Mm-hmm. So
2: wait till you know what you do want. Right. Like you don't have to wait for anything. It's, it's being. You know, like, you, she can't ask you how you're doing, right? <laughs> so in psychology, it's how are you being? Yes. You know, how are you being? Which gets you a much richer answer.
0: That's so, why I don't like how you're doing.
1: So, See? I don't think that that... That is, it's just a very frivolous... That. If she said if you agree what I hear
2: when she says that is if you really want to know how I am, ask me something important. Right. <laughs> don't just ask me, you know, what I wanna give, ask me what you want to receive. Yeah. And what do you really want to know? Yeah. You don't really so, want to know how I'm doing.
1: Right. I'm actually your friend, so I would you like to know how, how you're you doing. <laughs> Generally, yeah, I'm concerned about you, but <laughs>
2: You could tag on something and say, like, how are you doing with adjusting to the kids being back in school? Or how oh, are you doing it. with adjusting? I literally don't think about quality, quality questions. questions. I know. I've, this I've learned quality. from this <laughs> of the podcast, But I'm just saying, you yeah. know, as her friend if you want to know and, you know, you're trying to, you, you can yeah. attach something specific to it. And that, to her, is her language of saying, oh, she is. Genuinely cares. cares because what the way it seems that you perceive it is like Facebook. What's on your mind? People don't care. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't really
1: care. I had a friend <laughs> ask me. He was like. How are you on a macro level, mm. and how are you, you on go. a micro That's level? Rich. Yeah, and I was like oh my gosh, wow, what an interesting way yes. to, to know. capture that question. Yeah, because then I could be like, well, <laughs> buckle up. Yeah, right, let's talk about it. I love it. I like that. Okay, so if you've got, let's, we've got one more. Okay, and um, she says, how often should I be manifesting? I'm sure it's as much as possible, but is there a suggestion? Versus monthly or daily, and what type works best. And then she says she has these types like the whisper method she's heard of, but um. Yin Yang. Yin Yang. Yeah. I-, I was doing
2: <laughs> <laughs> so guess- see- <laughs>
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> it. here. <laughs> yeah, is it better to a write them down? Impression, but-
2: we did it together. I was literally thinking
0: Yin <laughs> Yang twins. Too, I was thinking like- it like whispering. That's awkward. Sorry. Sorry, lady. You know what's funny is uh,
1: <laughs> I was watching something and, and the guy said, oh, if I made a mixtape for someone, it would have... Yang Yang Twins. The whisper Wait till so- you see my... Uh. <laughs> the Whisper song from the Yang Yang Twins. That was a great song, so now I've baby. Heard that about was an error. like twice in the last yeah, 48 hours, so I don't know. Manifestation. That's your cue. Something's going on. Manifestation. <laughs> and I gotta go to a Ying Yang concert <laughs> or something. Um, so yeah, basically just what do you recommend in Making it a habit, like what's the best monthly, daily, how to get in the practice of this? What do you recommend? Well, buy her her book.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, I was, I Go was
2: gonna ahead, let sorry. her answer.
1: Sorry, so <laughs> <laughs> I say it's this a, one for last. It's, <laughs> it's
2: helpful, you know, like life can be overwhelming you know, for a lot of reasons. So, the journal was created as a tool to pause, you know, to have those moments. But I would I mean, I wish I could like talk to people who ask the questions like, "What do you think manifestation is?" Because she's like, "Do I manifest every day?" Do I? <laughs> You're literally walking, talking, manifester, You know, like mm. it's the vibration that you live in. You know what you want to create, and it's it's being like manifestation is being. You know, I'm not a fan of the fake it till you make it. You know, but like if you're if you're on your way to because I've experienced this, you know, like on your way to your job and mm-hmm. just like you hate it. It's Monday morning, you know, your only way to work a job you hate and all you're thinking about is your job and how much you hate it. Okay. Flip the switch, high vibrational. You know, instead of oh my god, I'm on my way to this job that I hate. It. It's like oh my god, I'm thank I'm so grateful that I am one day closer to get into my dream job. Like oh, like just change it, just flip it to something positive. It's like you know, instead of something that I got recently was like instead of counting down, count up. Like this is putting your two weeks notice. Okay, I got two more weeks at this job. No, it is two more weeks left before, before I have a new experience. So now I'm counting up to the good part instead of counting down the bad part. I could elevate my frequency and my energy mm. to focus on what I want as opposed to being burdened by what I don't want. That's a
0: great. You know, I'm think I'm gonna
2: start using that on Monday. <laughs> you should like. I'm. I mean, your why is important. You know, you're I'm, working out for a reason. I know. I'm gonna say.
0: I'm one minute closer to being done. No. Oh, that's not how (laughs) it works.
2: I mean, you can 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 broaden (laughs) that. I love working out because this is a great experience. Why are you working out?
0: Because it makes me feel like a superhero. Exactly. When I'm done. It makes me feel like I'm better.
2: In. <laughs> I'm improving myself I'm with are
1: one minute closer to being to uh, being a
0: better person, a better version of me.
2: Every time that I go to the gym, I'm increasing my level of discipline. Like I like that the party. things that you need to make it positive to amplify what you want out of the experience. Than when because I feel like a badass too when I work out. Yeah, like, when I'm, I'm
0: done.
2: done. I mean Mm -hmm. like the whole flipping tires thing and like like, (sighs) no no one can stop me yeah like no one can stop me so it's like no I don't want to go to the gym but when I get there I know I'm going to I'm going to feel fierce and I'm going to feel like I could take on the world. And then no matter what life throws at me today, I'm prepared because I I've tackled this. I'm going to start
0: trying to do that. I'm going to do that.
2: We'll check
1: it. I'm, I'm going to
0: report back. Yeah. Ask me that next show.
1: I'll be listening. I'm How did you do do what is the specific <laughs> question that you want me to ask next? I'll tell you. OK, <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you. All right. Well, very cool. Yeah. This was beneficial. This was super beneficial. Thank you. I know we're going to move into You're Not Wrong, but once more, the book was New Moon, Full Moon. It's a journal that can help you with your roadblocks and give you opportunities to reflect and manifest. So definitely check it out. It's available on Amazon, right? Yes. And then we can plug everything Amazon. Ooh, you can get it next day. Um, oh, next day? That's nice. Yeah. And then we'll we'll kind of plug everything towards the end. But did you want to... Do you have any... You're not wrong for us. Please tell me. You can prepare... We got company.
0: <laughs> I have one. Okay. But
1: I, I, I
0: think... I, I'm willing... I want you guys to tell me what you think, too. Well, you, okay. I know you will. All
1: right. So <laughs> let's get into it. You're not wrong.
0: All right. Let's do it. So... Today, uh, Biden announced student loan forgiveness.
1: You're gonna do this as a you're not wrong. What? I just feel like. Am I? What this is, is like a, a whole it?
0: conversation. It's a teaser. We're gonna talk more about this on another episode. <laughs> okay.
1: Can I? You want me to stop? Because you... no, 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 no. If I may, I don't if need I may to do Just like it. what? Have the stage this on the record. A for on the record. What I'm... people don't know mm. is that one of like the biggest. Schisms, brawls that Nicole, and we have which, a schism. which to be fair, we say that, but we argue about pretty much everything, and we're Even always on my friends. Notes, real
0: bad, yeah. Like <laughs> <Carisha> say <said>. it. no
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, about certain things. The feeling is mutual, but <sighs> we're always friends at the end. Because I remember once, was, I remember us talking about this.
0: We did get into a, a we got little into brouhaha.
1: it and about was, student loans, yeah, yeah, forgiveness.
0: I know okay. forgiveness. It's the,
1: it's the most random things. Like, and the funny part is, we agree on. A decent amount. Yeah.
2: Okay. So, yeah. so let me play mediator here. Yeah. What side of the fence are you guys on? It's like,
0: well, obviously, I have student okay. debt. Okay. And I think people should
2: be forgiven. Okay. And what about you, Elizabeth? I don't have student debt. Okay. So you She's don't think odd. there's. <laughs>
1: I she's fortunate. <laughs> well, I think well, it's, her whole
0: way of she's a boot pull yourself up by the bootstrap. She's a
1: yeah. It's more complicated than yeah. that, and that's why I'm like, damn, this is a real because that that one time we had this conversation, we were with a mediator, and, oh I th- boy. and she actually got scared. Yeah, she did, and okay. uncomfortable. Yeah. But, yeah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could have handled I it. I think for for me um, to to make it as like quickly Mm -hmm. summarized as possible um student loans were something that were put on me they were something that I was encouraged to take out Mm -hmm. I remember my uh, my um counselor in high school I we had to see her to like say what we were gonna do okay um she had to sign off like she talked to all of us and you know she looked at my package basically my grades my SAT ECT scores and like my extracurriculars and she was like I mean you could you really have some options here and she brought up out of state and the first thing I told her was I'm not going out of state I'm not I'm staying in state because they give me bright futures and because I can get more scholarships Mm -hmm. because I don't want student loan debt and I mean I was 17 and she was like well (laughs) everyone gets student loan debt and I was like I'm not getting student loan debt and she was like no everyone does it and I'm like I'm not doing it and so it just never made sense to me, I know that's not everyone's story, so I don't want to make it like I'm some sort of. This is your. This is usually yeah, your I mean, role. <laughs> it's usually your role when you're like, I'm just built different. <laughs> but She's built different, y'all. In this regard, in this regard, I just have always had like a natural version to like feeling owned, I guess. I, in I that mean, sense,
0: I totally understand where you're coming from, but like you made a sacrifice. I did at an early age. I did, and I several (laughs) yeah, and I feel like you're, you know, people who have this same mantra, you know, it's sort of like, well, I didn't go out, I stayed, so you should have made the same choice, and that's where the rub is for me, I think, because you could have made a different decision, you could have gone to NYU or Georgetown or whatever, and had that experience. No, and that's true, but you chose to do the more. Right. Whatever route, I'm not gonna say it was safer. It was just a little bit more like calculated,
1: as yeah. opposed Strategic to it was strate- It's the term I prefer. Term, sorry. I'm not it was, like in Game of Thrones. Was, did you did
2: you sign yourself up for Bright Futures? <laughs> yeah. How did you do that? I I'm I not from
1: Florida, I'm not Florida so. Either, so, I so I didn't know, know about it. You have to yeah. apply. When so, you were a kid, you did that for yourself. Oh, it's a it's a scholarship you get when you're Every, a senior so when you're like get a, it right well yeah yeah so if you're a senior in um high school in mm-hmm. florida you can apply to brights futures you need to have a certain number of community service hours yeah. a okay. certain number yeah. of uh, a certain grade point average and then a certain act sat score and then you're you get uh at the time that i went i think it was like 90 percent of tuition but you gotta stay in state but you have right. to stay in state. so i've
2: heard because i've been here like 14 years now so the most I've heard we about know. Bright Futures was, um, like, it's something your parents set
1: up. No, to... that's a prepaid plan. Yeah, okay. that's to- a prepaid. totally different thing. Yeah, okay, totally, that's di- a totally different thing.
0: Yeah, I have that for my son, which you can use out of state. You can,
1: but it's not well, as much money. It's and, and, right. as much and remind money. me, did you do the? Wait, we don't but need but to get like, into did, that. This is not that you're <laughs> not wrong. What no, happened? I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. She needed <laughs> my, to preface. My point is. is yes there is certainly that level of this however i think also what people might not know about me is i did used to work in education Mm -hmm. and i worked specifically in college tuition okay so i have i think just like a little bit of a different perspective and the thing that bothers me the most is that like and i'm sure nicole will get into it but my main stance is like what fixes these motherfuckers just charging these kids it's ridiculous, ridiculous amount of fucking money yeah. for no reason other than they don't know better and they mm-hmm. get a loan. So they do it. Yeah, that's the problem.
0: I agree. Period. And so that's what my you're not wrong is. So to, yeah, I'm not
1: wrong. Today,
0: Biden announced a certain level of student loan forgiveness. I actually don't know if it's final. So we're not even going to say.
1: I don't. Yeah, I think that's that he's, still he's going.
0: exercising some congressional executive order type stuff. But you know how. You know how politics is, but we're going to say he announced it today that um, he will cancel up to $10,000 in student loan debt for borrowers making under $125,000 um, and then up to 20000 if you have Pell Grants.
1: Which is like so hard to get.
0: It is. And also, well, OK, so
1: it's most people are going to get 10.
0: Right. Yeah. So um, and then for a household, it's 250000 Right? right. you have if to make under ha- yeah, 250,000 as a household if you file as a household. As That's right. collectively. Sure. And so my you're not wrong today is that I don't think it's enough. <laughs> I don't think it, I don't really think it fixes anything. And, and and I sort of actually feel like we're on us on the same page here and it's not that like it's not enough. It it's fine that he's doing this. It's fine that he's giving some forgiveness. It's fine. But it fixes nothing to me. And so if today when you saw this announcement and you thought, okay, that's fine, but that's not going to do really nothing. You're not wrong because we still have people who are currently in college who are incurring debt. We have people who are about to graduate this year who are incurring debt. We have people who have already paid off their student loans, who fit all these parameters, who, who've sacrificed for years. And so it's like, you really haven't fixed anything. The only thing you've done is you've made this announcement. You've put this bandaid on things. I feel politically motivated <laughs> because of the midterm
1: election. That's basically factual. Right. But no matter how you, no matter which way you feel about the parties or whatever, I mean, that's just how this works is like, they're of always going to come up with an announcement like right before. I'm sure the Republicans course. will do something too.
0: Yeah. And, and, and so what Biden actually said, um, when he was on a camp when he was campaigning was that he actually would try to forgive up to ten thousand, right? Mm -hmm. This so my whole Well it started with like we're forgiving. Well, right. It started with that. (laughs) Well, that was what Bernie said and Elizabeth Warren said. But but specifically Biden said that he would try to forgive up to ten thousand, but he also said that he would um also try to work towards and I'm trying to look it up right now, making two years of community college tuition free and making public colleges and universities tuition free for students whose families earn less than $125,000. I do believe that there should be a free um, college option in this country. And I feel like that would actually be a better solution than this. And I also feel like instead of the $10,000 because really if you've got um if you've got $60,000 in loans, you forgive 10,000. Still a lot of money, right? And you make less than $75,000 or $125,000. Mm-hmm. Still a lot of money. Yeah. So it's it's just putting a little dent in it, right? It's a one-time thing. They're not canceling interest. So the interest is still incurring. <laughs> So you're gonna you're gonna get that ten thousand dollar forgiveness, and then in a couple years it's gonna be right back. Right. So it's just a little band aid, and it just really doesn't get to the heart of relieving people of some of this financial burden, so that they can do things that do stimulate the economy, such as buy homes and do all sorts of other things. Forgiving ten thousand dollars is not going to make people now be able to go out and afford a home in this economy. I do not believe that.
1: In this economy? No, I completely
0: Not in agree. this economy. I mean, we haven't been paying our student loans for two years, y'all. And people maybe still not buying house. houses. Or maybe you, I don't know, did. I don't know. You also wear a hat of a real <laughs> I, estate person.
2: I am. I'm like, no, people are definitely buying houses. Did you say are, people are
1: buying houses? I they don't are. think.
0: I don't think that people who have a lot of student loan debt, who make less than $125,000, are really buying homes. Am I wrong?
2: I don't know the exact specifics but I know that the way that lenders as of like last year the way that lenders are looking at student loans um like debt to income wise has changed in the favor of people okay. who have okay. um student loans. That's so just, they wouldn't be able this to do anything. would be huge.
0: $10,000?
2: Yeah, that I mean that debt to income ratio, you know, I'm not a lender, you know, yeah. but it plays a part um with how much house you could afford. So if it's 20, because I fall into the 20 category. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> Forgiveness. Uh, 20 is you know. different
0: than 10 to me. And it depends on how much student loan debt you have. Right. I just don't really get a warm and fuzzy feeling about this being a I
2: fix. don't think it, I don't think the intention is warm and fuzzy. I think it very much so is a band-aid, you know, and probably self-serving in other aspects of the economy, considering we are in a recession and nobody yeah. really wants to, you know, like say that out loud, um, <laughs> but it's not wrong. I mean, if somebody offered you ten or $20,000. Oh, I'm taking it.
0: Right. We know. Like Denzel said, I'm leaving here with something. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so, leaving. I'm leaving here with something. But I mean, you know, I'm also one of those people who feel like my student loans are probably one of the best investments I've ever made. When, when I was going, when I was preparing to go to college, you know, I was raised by a single mother. I was not in a situation to be able to pay. I did not, I did stay in state, but I wasn't about to stay in the place where I grew up and went to college because it was just too many pitfalls. I needed to leave and I needed to explore some other things. So Mm -hmm. for me, I took the loans. You know, I needed extra money because of living. I did too. And so that's just what I did. And I just rolled the dice and I still don't regret it. And I really don't know that. I mean, I, maybe it has hindered me in some financial ways, but I really haven't seen it hindering me in the way that some people talk about. And that may be because all of mine are federal. I don't have any private loans. Mm. So that could be why. Like, I don't know. We'll see what happens with my credit score with the 10000 that i may get but um i just feel like if you saw this news and you were not jumping for joy you're not wrong it's a band-aid and it's probably largely politically motivated Mm -hmm. this country needs a bigger fix when it comes to student loan debt and also university tuition yeah what it costs in this country to get an education to move you ahead economically
1: Right. And I mean, not to be like a conspiracy theorist here um, at all. But when you look at the correlation between the people who are making these laws and how many of them do do professorships or have, you know, have those ties. I mean, it makes sense. Like universities are making money and they're mm-hmm. making money off the backs of people who are just trying to make a better life situation for themselves. Yeah. And my response like to that would be, you know, look at other options. Right. Right. Mm. Do you need to get the? At the end of the day, where you got the four-year degree, um, is kind of like not matters as I don't much. Think it matters if you go to Harvard. Or Yale or Cornell, maybe I it matters. A person,
0: I think a person, I think it's regional as well. I mean, I, I really do believe that those networks, I mean, a lot of college is social capital. It
1: can help, but at the end of the day, if you, you have, have a degree- You on your, your alma mater hoodie right now. Well, that's different, I went to Florida State. I know, but, but people went to UF, people <laughs> went to USF. I'm, but what I'm saying is that like, in the sense of when you get the degree, you have the degree. So my plan had been, had I not been able to get the scholarships that I did get to be able to not take out debt, I would have gone to community college mm. for the first two years, knowing that I could have worked that with or like paid for that with my my grocery job. And like what well, to throw in generation into right. the
2: conversation. And I'm sure this was for you. Like they sold us the biggest hype dream about college.
1: and that, Yeah. And that's what mm. I was just going to say is like we're we're buying into this, yeah, and really. we I think we need to stand up as people, like and as parents and as like, you know, loved ones and friends of people who are going to go into college and say, like, that's not this this isn't a dream. like they're selling you a service. So find the best price for what you want
2: or if it's necessary to, yeah. you know, like yeah. you're going to be an engineer or a doctor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. College yeah. is yeah. non-negotiable, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, but some careers, which was a part of my college experience. My undergrad is in marketing and I couldn't get a marketing job to save my life right. with the degree because I didn't have experience. Right. And then when I got out of grad school, I was maybe like 25, 25 maybe 26 with A master's in organizational psychology, which is basically like OD, like consulting, Mm -hmm. going around Mm -hmm. to different firms, and it's like still no experience. And my professors used to tell me, like all the time, your biggest hurdle is that you are young but wise beyond your years, and no one's gonna see your wisdom because Because of your age. Right, because. So it was just like wasn't it enriching, you know, do I still, like, I I wouldn't give that up for anything, but the promise that come that came behind, you know, getting a college degree for our generation was, it was so loaded, you know, and it was just like, it was the thing to do.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think because for me, I was the first person in my immediate family to go to college that it was important. And I, and I still, I mean, I, again, I, We are close in age, but I feel like there's somewhat of a generational divide here in that for me, that really was the answer to Mm -hmm. elevating my family. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm not about to go clock in. I'm not about to like I need a degree because what I want to do requires that. And I'm trying to elevate us. And so not that my family didn't have good jobs. They were entrepreneurs and all of that. But like I felt like I needed that social capital to move ahead.
2: And I was probably the only one in my family who didn't want to go to college because I got my cosmetology license in high school. Mm. So I never thought I was going to college. You were
0: making income. Right. It was like,
2: Like, I've always known that I was going to do hair. So college wasn't an option to me until I decided that I needed a plan B. I needed something else to fall back on. And then I, you know, went to college and ended up with a master's, which is a whole nother story. (laughs) But college was definitely not a part of my plan.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
2: But I see how you, you know, I definitely get the dynamics of your family, you know, yeah. and how that played a big part it in helps. you feeling, feeling that way.
0: Yeah, it helps. And um, but, you know, I think these days we need to temper what is it that you are interested in doing versus where you're going? Like we don't need to go to Harvard to be a teacher. I- I'm sorry. Fighting words. I know people may <laughs> attack me on this, but like you know again let's temper what we're trying to do with what sec post-secondary situation we take on like yeah that's that's where i'm coming from now you know what i mean but anyway we've gotten into a whole episode about student loans and this is supposed to be you're not wrong so you're not wrong if you think that biden's decision today is a band-aid and we need more
1: i agree with you obviously
0: thank you you know i won i do too (laughs)
1: thank you that's rare you're three for three i am i'm doing good well you start with one so (laughs) do we have a review (laughs) we do have a review This. oh are we really gonna do a student alone while i bring this up are we really gonna we're gonna (sighs) do it my
0: agita and anxiety is already up i don't (laughs) know this lady right here good gracious boy we might need some wine on that episode or maybe that might not. make it worse. Yeah, maybe not. We might need,
1: we <laughs> might need something else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, this one comes from S Porch. Thank you, S Porch. She says, power duo. So enjoy hearing Elizabeth and Nicole go back and forth on their topics. I kept responding to their conversations like I'm a third person in the podcast. Keep up the good work, you two. Y'all are great. What? Thank you, Is S a Porch. person? wow powerhouse <laughs> that word makes me laugh for some reason i think it's a good word but anyway thank you that's thank awesome, you i really appreciate you the kind words next week. and thank you so much tori for being yes, here with thank us. you guys i've enjoyed myself so real quick do you want to plug like socials websites all your stuff um sure you can, you can find <laughs> well, the book on yeah, yeah. The, the book is on amazon you can
2: type it in i, I think i have like when you search up like moon i had someone do it you know <laughs> i came up on the first page i was like yay! you know full moon new moon it's pretty love easy it. to remember love it yeah it's journal for reflection and manifestation um my social i have a personal account um nicole has already mentioned i do a lot um, part of my brand is authenticity. So you okay. follow me, you're going to get what you're going to get. And you're not <laughs> okay. going to have a fit. <laughs> it is not 100% relate, you know, directed towards moon manifestations and everything. Uh, but it is Becoming Latoria was at Becoming Latoria. That's L-A-T-O-R-I-A. It's
1: a great account to follow. Yeah, make sure you Thank follow her because no matter what you get, it's going to be quality. That's right. Thank you, Tori. Yeah, thank you so much for being here and thank you for listening. We hope you like what you heard. Make sure you leave a five-star review and we will read it out loud on the podcast. See you guys.